Howdy, everybody. Good morning, afternoon, and evening. Welcome to your favorite daytime, nighttime radio show. I'm your co-host, Eddie Milligan. And I'm your co-host, Marge. 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 (laughs) Marge! No, Marge. (laughs) Homie. Homie. (laughs) Is the Simpsons? No, it's it's more <laughs> radio. Uh, we're back uh, for another wonderful episode, um, bringing you all the things, every single one of them, all the including things. terrific uh, intros. Yeah, for sure. Speaking <laughs> of terrific intros. Actually, no, oh, fuck yeah. that. I was going to let you go into your segment with the town news, but I just want to get this off my chest, like, really quick. I know that <laughs> we're not, like... <laughs> I know we're not a... Uh, how how would you say? Like, an X-Files episode review kind of channel? Slash no, podcast? I mean, we could. We're not. We could. Who knows? But I just want to say that episode number four, is Mm -hmm. it four? Which one are you talking about? No, episode number five, Jersey Devil, huge letdown. That is such a huge letdown. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, no, I've seen that episode. It sucks so much. I've been like re-watching the series. They're Um, like talking about the Jersey Devil and then turns out it's just like a dude. It's just like some fucking lady. They're like, she's a Neanderthal. Isn't that impressive? And I'm like, no, you've been talking about the Jersey Devil. Isn't that wacky? This is just like some woman. Yeah. Yeah. That's what a a short uh, special effects budget will get you. Think. Whatever. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's the whatever. It's like. But um, still. This is going to be a really sad question to ask, but have you ever seen Supernatural? No. I know too much about it because I've unfortunately been on Tumblr for any amount of time. Um, Because I've seen Supernatural. Um, At least I've seen the first five seasons, but the housemate that I live with who uh, had me watch those said it gets really bad after season five. Um, Crazy. But uh, I've actually I watched like a whole breakdown on it for a while. But, yeah, no, it's quite wild. It's not a very good show. Sorry if you like Supernatural, but like the special effects budgets, like you never get anything outside of like, you know, it's either a ghost that looks like a person or a creature that looks like a person. Like, like I think the second episode, they're like in Colorado, uh, quote unquote, Colorado. It's definitely not on set. It's definitely not a location. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, that's all of the X-Files. Like, none of it was filmed on the East Coast. Yeah. Even though it's supposed to take place on the East Coast. It was, like, all filmed in Canada, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think they all filmed it. In, it's, like, filmed, like, in, like, Vancouver or something. But, like, the the second episode of Supernatural has, like, a Wendigo in it. And it's just, like, like the only time they show it, it's just, like, a kind of, like, a tall-looking dude. And, like, you don't even see it. It's, like, all shadow covered. Well, so, to be fair. We love shows with really small special effects budgets. 
at the beginning. You know what? And you could do a lot with that. Like, I think for what it's worth, like, the X-Files does a decent job. But yeah, it does get a little repetitive when, like, every other episode, the the big thing is just, like, a guy. (laughs) It's just a dude with, like, a light prosthetic on or something. Yeah, or it's a guy who... To be fair, the, the one episode they did about a guy who just, like, goes through vents... The fact that they like special effects his like body squishing and stretching and stuff kind of cool like yeah. for the time. I mean, sp- I X Files like, wow. does it better than uh, than Supernatural did. Like in one bit of Supernatural, there was just like a floating gun, but it looked like a like it, le- it legit looked like it came out of like a PlayStation <laughs> Two game. That's hilarious. <laughs> gun. Oh no, not the ghost gun. <laughs> Um, fascinating no we love movie prosthetics I mean you know we can't all be the thing yeah it is what it is I'm I'm in love with that though I'm in love with all of that movie prosthetics Um, yeah well I just wanted to get that off my chest was just like how cause I know we talked about the Jersey Devil on the like show a little while ago so I saw the like the thing and i was like oh my god the lore is all fresh in my head and i was like the jersey devil could make like such a good x-files episode like if you really dig into the like my son turned into a goat devil lore and Mm -hmm. so i was like really stoked about it and then they were like it's a neanderthal isn't that correct incredible (laughs) and i was like no it's not fuck you (laughs) (laughs) he's like i just wanted a goat man that's all i wanted all of our, like, goat dad pitch was such a funner idea. I mean, that wasn't for the Jersey Devil, though. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, it still would have made like a better goats. episode. <laughs> it still would have made a better episode. But yeah, I just, I, I saw that this morning and I was like, oh boy, I know what we're talking about first thing on the pod. <laughs> that reminds me. So I legit, just before we started recording, saw a meme and it was like, uh screw you modern kids with your tv shows that have good episodes and are short seasons real people uh like real people re- like re- like like real badasses or whatever cut their teeth on 200 episode seasons in which 40 of them were passable and then one person commented <laughs> underneath the x-files yeah <laughs> yeah yeah oh man i feel so bad for uh for what for people who I, I just feel bad for like the people who spent so long like working on that for that to yeah. be like how we think of it these days yeah and to be fair okay and also before people get mad we like the X-Files. Like, we're both X-Files. I love the right? X-Files. Well, I grew up on the X-Files. Yeah, like, this is not out of, like, just hate. This is out of, like, endearment. Yeah. Because we've both seen quite a lot of X-Files in our time. Yeah. It's weird watching it, like, as a as an adult now, because it's coming back to me in, like, half-remembered, like... Like, you know when you watch something that you watched as a kid as, like, an adult, and then, like, 
during the episode you start like remembering what this episode is about yeah and you're like oh it's like such a really weird experience but i like that keeps happening to me like every episode where i'm like watching it and i'm like whoa like i feel like i'm like receiving visions like premonitions Mm. of something just because like Mm. i'm really remembering what happened (laughs) watch x-files is a good show i mean like especially the first few seasons are there's some really quality stuff in there i i'll always stand by i think one of my first brushes with like horror because we never watched like spooky things growing up, but we watched the X Files. Like we didn't watch like horror movies, but we watched the X Files in my house. So it's kind of like I like I very distinctly remember one of my first brushes with horror being the episode where there's like this like creature in ice that like unthaws and it's like a parasite. Oh um, yeah, yeah. No, I've seen that one recently too. It was that's a, that's a good episode to me as a kid. I need to go back that's and rewatch it. Face my demons. But yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way. X-Files, I hate the way you handled the Jersey Devil. Do better. Do better. <laughs> Anyways. Bring uh, it back just want... so that you can redo the Jersey Devil episode <laughs> and then cancel it again right afterwards. <laughs> Force David Duchovny and Julian Anderson to be in the same room just this once. Just this one, so I can finally get my good Jersey Devil episode. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you want to hear your local news? I do. Uh, Thanksgiving's coming up here in Slide Rock mm. and the rest of the United States um, this Thursday. So I guess this is our Thanksgiving episode. This is the Thanksgiving uh, episode. Turkey Watch uh, for slide rock town uh watch out for turkey revolution it's always a possibility you never know when this is the year they rise up they take over uh their superior intellect and physique uh will just be too much to overpower uh, to handle they will overpower our state structures and exact their revenge down so if you see any signs of revolutionary rabble-rousing behavior, uh, you know, this includes uh, anti-government slogans, stockpiling of arms, uh, general douchebaggery, uh, the turkeys might be starting to rise up. Oh, wait. Wait, no, that's just... <laughs> Shit, that's the far right extremism report. Never mind. Disregard. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, good job, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a report about Trump re-announcing or announcing that he's running <laughs> again. <laughs> this I'm year. sorry. <laughs> but happy Thanksgiving. Oh uh, well, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> I mean. I guess watch out. You never know what the turkeys could do, too. That's true. The the gobblers. You ever seen a turkey IRL? Yeah, they're big. They are big. That dude could fuck me up. Yeah. Probably. The big talons and that creepy red thing on their neck. Mm, Usually they just are afraid whenever I see them. Like, they always just, like, run. Yeah. But, like, I've never seen, like, a... 
I, I, I guess I've always seen females. Well, actually, is it the males that are the big ones with the cool feather? Yes, probably. That's the way. Yeah, birds, that's how work. birds go. Um, yeah, I guess I've always only ever seen the fems. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would like to redefine gender binary in terms of like mask is like turkey dressing. Like if you're a guy with the like cool feathers and fem is like. I don't know, whatever female birds tend to look like. I don't know how I would describe that aesthetic, but like utilitarian. Drag. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) can we just redefine gender norms kind of like that? Like, yes. Like, mask automatically means flamboyant and femme automatically means like Costco aesthetic. Like,. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> I think that would be a fun way to like shake things up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fun way. Femme is Costco. Femme Costco aesthetic, male Trader Joe's aesthetic. Yes, and that's how we start to like define gender norms. I don't know if but you're non-binary, you're like aesthetic. fucking savers, like Albertsons. King Super? Yeah, Albertsons. I was trying to think of non-location specific grocery stores. Sam's Club? Uh, Sam, nah, that's too close to Costco. Uh, that's true. World Market. Uh, sure. Is World no, Market? that's still kind of on the Trader Joe's side of things. Whole Foods. Yeah. Whole Foods. Sprouts? Sprouts. Mm, probably Sprouts. I feel like Sprouts makes sense. Or just not like a, not a grocery store, like Home Depot. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> or like Ace Hardware Store. <laughs> Ace, yeah, Ace Hardware Store. <laughs> there you go. That's the NB one. The Airways NBs go to the Ace Hardware Store. <laughs> That's kind of the catch-all umbrella one. Yeah. <laughs> Or like uh, Walgreens, maybe. Yeah, sure. Have you? Walgreens is if you're just like heteronormative straight, you're Walgreens. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, like or Walmart. That's how we should all start identifying ourselves. What kind of grocery? You're like it's like hello. My name is Eddie Milligan. I'm, uh, I'm Ace Trader Joe's. Ace Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> Identify as Ace Hardware Trader Joe's. Oh God, Reddit would have like a field day with that. I just know it. Like, we can't let this episode leak to the public. It's gonna give. It's gonna give Reddit like too much. It's gonna get misconstrued as like yeah, a... like people are gonna be like actually out there saying like this is how people are identifying now. Wow, <laughs> you know, like Alex Jones is gonna be like I can't be- I can't believe that these queers are talking about how they're that their hardware stores and Trader Joe's uh, masks. Although, like, <laughs> although, although to be fair, I, if I am like the capitalist person boss, if I'm like Rob Walton owning Walgreens, if I could get all of society identifying themselves based off of my brand. That is true. That's true. I feel like there's a lot of people who would maybe take a bite at that. It's also like, like how different is that from like, 
Like, oh, I'm an alpha male. You know? Like, yeah. I feel like if you're going to buy something into real, the... Like, hardware stores and not, like, <laughs> dumb, fake, woof stuff. <laughs> and not, like, research papers and... that were retracted by the people who wrote them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, That's our theory is more... Yeah, our... our uh... Slightly more credible. Yeah, our Fem Costco uh, theory is more credible than uh, incel theory. That's true. That's true. You know what? Let's make it a thing. <laughs> I yeah. think. I think also, that. How did we get here? <laughs> uh, turkeys, Tur- turkeys, and mask versus fem fem turkeys, and oh right, hardware stores. I don't know. It's yeah, <laughs> honestly. The idea of commerce and ta- and turkeys and gender binary is a very Thanksgiving discussion to me. <laughs> yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Play this Thanksgiving. one. Thanksgiving. I hope you think about hardware stores and turkeys and the gender binary at your yeah. Thanksgiving table. Yeah, you can listen and probably think about you this. will. If I know anybody's uncle, you probably will be thinking about all three of those things this Thanksgiving. I was just about <laughs> to say, uh you, you can listen to this instead of listening to your crazy uncle talk about Trump starting to run for re-election. I know. Really rude of him to pull that on us at yeah, this that, specific that's, that's time. Some- that's some heinous shit. That's some. <laughs> it really is. Like now we all have to fucking sit here and listen to our uncles talk about this at Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, that, he, that he's a madman. That's a war crime. That's like that's got to be against the Geneva Convention. It has to be. Like, come on. There's got to be something in that document that says that the Thanksgiving protocol. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of Thanksgiving kind of sucking, <laughs> um, <laughs> laughs at sorry, idea of it'll make sense when I, that, that joke will make sense in like two minutes. Okay. I have a Craigie here for you, uh, from the wonderful world of Craigslist title. You can buy it. Craigies. Uh, I am very thankful for Craigies too. Um, this one's titled, you can buy a turkey fryer or you can suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That is an ultimatum. Speaking of sucking and Craigslist, here's one about sucking dick. Um, uh, 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 this one was posted in, let's see, 20, nope, I almost said 2017. That's not true. It was... Posted to the Rants and Raves section, originates from Delaware, uh, and it was posted on the 20th of November 2007 at 11.38. Moments before disaster. Yeah, really, truly. Um, I guess we're just going to dive right into it. Get ready. Get right into it. I would also like to say that the title of this is written like a sentence where it's all like in undercase except for the first letter. So you can buy a turkey fryer or you can suck my dick! Exclamation point. That's the first sentence. It's it's an interpretive title. It's an interpretive title. Turkey time is here again and it will be followed shortly by tinsel time. So I decided to help out everyone who might have a broken range or oven. One, this is listed. 
It's always helpful to think of your friendly local appliance store like it is a car dealership. We sell a product that is intended to be used every day for several years. We also service and sell parts for our products. Keeping that in mind before trying your bullshit with me, think to yourself, would this bullshit fly at a car deal dealership? <laughs> Which <right>. is <laughs> Okay, so an this is from the perspective thing. of the oven salesman. This is from the perspective of the oven salesman who's going to fucking have to fix your oven on turkey day, I guess. Two, right. the difference between you and everybody else out there is nothing. Zip. Or, never mind. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Even the fact that you think you're different and smarter than the average bear makes you, in fact, quite average. Which is, like, a thing that I think I need to be told daily. It's like the opposite of daily <laughs> affirmations. This yes, is no, like da daily, daily reality check. Yeah, daily humbling. Um, you only think that you've come up with a creative line or the sob story of the century. You think you're going to lay your bullshit on me so thick I'm going to have to break down in tears of empathy while we're collectively rub our... Mangin manginas? What? Manginas. Manginas. Nice. I'm glad that I couldn't register what the fuck that word was supposed to be. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> in tears of empathy, while we collectively rub our manginas and begin a support group for people with traumatic appliance experiences. I've heard your bullshit a thousand times, a thousand different ways. You're not original, nor are you believable. Replay that part every morning if you want the opposite <laughs> of daily affirmations. We'll post that as a separate episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a soundbite. It on loop yeah. for 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> when your oven three, when your oven is broken and you call me two days before Turkey Day, losing your shit on the phone, I don't care. I also don't care that you have two five hundred and twenty-three family members coming from out of town and you don't have an oven in which to cook your bird. Why am I so apathetic? Because you're only the 12th person to call me before 11 a.m. today telling me the same story. Over the years, I have become quite desensitized to your whining. Four, when you tell me that your oven has, bro has been broken since July and you now need us at your house the very same day to fix it, you're telling me two things. First, you're lazy as fuck. <laughs> er, sorry. You're a lazy fuck. I don't care. If you don't use the oven often... Who the fuck lets their oven stay broken for five months and decides to fix it two days before they need to cook a massive amount of food? Good point. To be fair, that is Secondly, valid. <laughs> that, that's extremely valid. I can excuse the mangina thing because of that. Not really, but yeah. Secondly, you didn't think it was important for five months, so I can put you at the bottom of my priority list? If you try to tell me that your oven just suddenly broke this morning, I will see right through your lie. We get 50 or more broken oven calls in a few days leading up to the turkey day and Santa day. We get one or two any other week. Ovens don't collectively go on strike. <laughs> <laughs> This is a weird sentence, too. The rest of this is odd. Most people yeah. just admit their shit has been broken since the Clinton administration. But some of you think you can bullshit me. Not gonna happen. How can I tell? Well, you said you're at work, and you just found out this morning. 
who the fuck bakes shit for breakfast? Are you Aunt B? Get the fuck out of town. <laughs> fuck. Bake shit for breakfast. It's like I'm going a, it's to like tell- a spiritual successor to uh like like who cooks spaghetti at 3 a.m. That's true. That is the spiritual successor to to who cooks sketty at 3 a.m. <laughs> I'm also going to use get the fuck out of town. Like, like I don't say that enough ever. Like, I never I say that. Either. But, like, telling get somebody to just get the fuck out of town is such a powerful thing. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> remove yourself not from my presence, but from my community, from my locale. But, like, everybody, yeah. Like, you're doing a disservice to everybody who's around right now. Get the fuck out of town. Get the fuck out of town. <laughs> Five, asking dumb questions will get you nowhere. Here's a short list of my favorite, my favorites and my replies. Question, what am I supposed to do? Thanksgiving is in two days. Response, buy a turkey f- fryer. They taste better anyway. And by the way, I know when Thanksgiving is. Obviously you don't, or you wouldn't have waited till now to call for service. Good reply. Question. <laughs> What do you mean you don't have that part in stock? Response. Short answer. Well, there's stock and there's out of stock. Can you guess which side of the fence you're on? Long answer is... Long answer. It means that every other jackass with a broken oven out there has had at least enough sense to call last week, and therefore the limited parts we do have in stock are already promised to those customers. We are not in our own little appliance microcosm here. We're, when we're low on parts, it's because they are scarce nationwide. Turkey Day is the same day everywhere in the U.S. I'm not going to say that last word there because it's the C word. Um, no. <laughs> yikes. Goodness. I bet this guy gets a lot of return customers. Probably. I, I I'm pretty- having a hard time with those this one because on one hand i do extremely like empathize as anybody who has worked in any kind of customer service like i do like yes when something's like out you know like like i did work at a grocery store during quote unquote turkey time so yeah, like the you got like a I lot kind of, like, of get it check in the back yeah yeah like i've dealt a lot with like some of these things but at the same time maybe don't call somebody the c word question well can't you send someone out first thing thursday morning response you can kiss my ass and the ass of every employee in this building if you think we're going to make one of our technicians get up on turkey day to come fuck with your oven pucker up i think a few delivery guys just got back <laughs> I, love it. I just love that it's always turkey day it's not thanksgiving it's, such a- it's turkey day <laughs> yeah six we're getting close. Don't ever get fooled into thinking talking tough and or a dedic- or dictating how we should conduct business will ever will have one ounce of bearing on how we operate. Tell me it's unacceptable. I'll tell you to accept it. You know what? I need to start saying that too. Tell me it's unacceptable and I'll tell you to accept it. That's such a, that's like a powerful. I I should put that on like a Put that on a like shirt. the next time I go to a protest, like yeah, you know, fine. <laughs> yeah. Tell me you'll never shop here again. You never shopped here in the first place. You just told me you bought the oven somewhere else. 
<laughs> That's also a good line. Why don't you go back to where you bought it and get them to fix it? Oh, that's right. The big box retailers don't have parts and service department. Well, I guess your turkey day dinner will consist of a big bowl of tears, bitch. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh my this is like god! Krueger. <laughs> straight up this this does feel like it's written by freddy krueger if he had to go into like <laughs> oven parts guess your thanksgiving guess your turkey dinner's gonna consist of a big bowl of tears bitch <laughs> yeah yeah straight up <laughs> don't you dare demand that i do something to fix your problem i'll just demand your lips to fall magically on my exposed never mind we're not finishing that one. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a little graphic. Use your imagination I'm sorry. to complete that. Use sentence. yeah, use your imagination to complete that one. It'll probably honestly be better than what's written here. My imagination said eggplant. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> okay. 7. Oh, honest fellow. Seven, and this one's fun. Asking us to rearrange our service schedule to fit you, to fit you, it just smacks of elitism. And we're all working class stiffs who hate any cocksucker who thinks they're important enough to get us to rearrange our schedule. By quote unquote rearrange, you mean bump, as in bump somebody else to the next week just to get you in, princess. They call before you, so they get serviced before you. It's called fairness, something which you're not familiar. Now, not only will you not be getting in, not only will we not be getting you in today, Christmas isn't looking good either. I hope your pee hole scabs over. <laughs> Jeez. My goodness. Also, <laughs> I like the idea of, uh, you know, when, like when something's good, you say this shit slaps. Uh, yeah, but if something's not good, you should say this shit smacks. Parentheses. That's of true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually we need to start saying that too. This shit smacks. This shit smacks, and not and that that's a bad not thing. not in a good way. Yeah. Eight. This, this is not an emergency. Smack. Oh. Eight. This is not an emergency. Don't you dare call it one. You might just be tempting fate into having a drunk driver run you over just to show you what a real emergency is. There is no 811 for appliance emergencies, asscock. Unless your <laughs> oven is shooting flames up to your ceiling or your daughter just got sucked into the TV. Really weird um, yeah, That's a different reference to make there. Yeah. You are not experiencing an appliance emergency. <laughs> <laughs> i love craigslist because it's always wildly back and forth between i love the way this person writes things and i hate the way this person writes things like should yeah. you be using the c word probably not but yeah, like not a, unless not your oven English. is shooting flames up to your ceiling or your daughter just got sucked into the tv you are not experiencing an appliance emergency that's an objectively great sentence to read <laughs> you know a real and that's always bag, kind of if you will it's yeah, it's very much the limbo we find ourselves in with pretty much every Craigslist ad, which is that like this person 
writes very fun sentences, but if I ever met them, they would probably call me a slur. You know? <laughs> oh, no, this is definitely the type of dude to call you a slur in the parking lot. A hundred percent. Through and through. Nine. Think about the car dealership again. Imagine going there, going in there during a particularly busy week and saying, I need you to fix my car right this instant. It's been broken for three months, but now I'm going on a 600-mile road trip tomorrow, and I demand you take your cu- other another customer's car off the lift and get mine in there today. See how far that shit will fly. Very true. Dang. Is, is that the last bullet point? No. So, in closing, you're no smarter, better, or more deserving of my time than any other Joe Schmo with a broken oven. Get in line. If you act like an ass and try to make demands, you will get nowhere with me. You ask me what's... Oh, you ask me what you're going to do for Thanksgiving dinner? Well, you can eat the corn out of my shit, motherfucker. Whoa. <laughs> signed off like an 80s like action star i i was going to say i was like this is like i mean it was posted in 2007 but like i'm somewhat convinced that this is like an 80s action hero because that I line like is so how... insanely like 80s action hero-y i do like how they brought it back to the car dealership at the end that was a nice touch that's what I'm saying. These are always written like the most rant ravey, like mean shit ever, but they're also like sometimes well written. Yeah. And, and you know what? To be fair, I never considered the perspective of oven repair people uh the week prior to Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling a little bit like yeah, I am getting you know? like Learned I mean, he said a lot of mean of stuff thing. that he probably shouldn't have said, but these are valid yeah. feelings. Yeah, 100%. Is there probably a healthier way to express them? <laughs> I mean, most 100%. <laughs> but nonetheless, some very valid feelings happening here. Yeah, like I said, I'm part of me is very like, yeah, I get this from like a customer service perspective. But on the other hand... Maybe it's just because I worked at Trader Joe's, but I've never called, like, one of my customers a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You go to Trader Joe's and the Trader Joe's cashier calls you a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Have I been tempted? Yes, a few times. But, like, have I ever actually? No, I would have lost my job. Um, Well, I mean, it's... Nice thing for this person, it sounds like they own the business. Yeah. So, well, yeah, true. As many people, Freddy Krueger here can call as many people bitch over their oven troubles as he wants. That's true. This does, it like reeks of being written by Freddy Krueger somehow. And also, <laughs> like, like, if you told me, like, if I read that going in blind and then you said, like, this was written by somebody who lives in Delaware, I would be like, yes, indeed it was. Like... <laughs> I don't know how, but to me, this rings like East Coast Repairman. Yeah. Can, can you do me a favor and re- just read mm. the last sentence again in your best Freddy Krueger impression? Oh, man. Oh, you're like highly. <sighs> this isn't going to be good. What does he sound like again? He's like. He sounds like that, right? 
He's like, I'm going to kill you, bitch. That, yeah. That's my what are you asking me? I'm, this is going to just basically be like Alex Jones. Um, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> you ask me. No, that's too Alex Jones. You ask me what you're going to do for Thanksgiving dinner? Well, you can eat the corn out of my shit, motherfucker. Hey, that, that's pretty good. Is that what he sounds like? Sure, it's been a hot minute since I've seen Nightmare on <laughs> Same. You asked me to do that, and I'm, like, sitting here pretending like I have seen it within the past, like, seven years. Yeah, probably the most recent thing I've seen is other people doing impressions of Freddy Krueger. But that's kind of what he sounds like, I think. I don't know. That was, like, the Russian roulette of my, like, shitty, like, gritty voice whatevers. So, either it hits or it doesn't. I don't really, you know, sue me for not sounding like Freddy Krueger. Anyway, yeah, that was <laughs> that was a, a long one. one. I know, but it was a goodie. It was, you know, it was the I, this was I, like our sense. only chance to do a good Thanksgiving one. You know, it makes me uh, thankful that I've never been verbally abused over the phone by an oven delivery person. It makes me thankful that I've never been in the position that I've had to call an oven repairman on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. I mean, you gotta think, at, I least, know that at least a couple of those people actually had their oven break, like, right then and there. Yeah, well, you know, and I'm sure that nobody's, like, yeah, I just, like, I'm sure that there are people who have had their oven breakdown on Thanksgiving Day. And I know that for sure if I called somebody and they treated me like the guy in this thing, <laughs> A, I would understand it. Like I know. <laughs> but I would also, like, definitely cry. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. If you called me a bitch over the phone, I would cry. And I don't care if that makes me less of a cool person. I still would. It's okay to I worked at Trader Joe's. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, people making us cry, Poby made us cry last week by calling our lifestyle boring. <laughs> That's um, true. And uh, do we want to check in with Poby and see how they're doing for Thanksgiving? I actually extremely do. What is Poby doing for Thanksgiving? Yeah, well, so, okay. So Poby has opened with a question this time and says, uh, where do you usually go to buy your groceries? Poby asks. Oh, uh, and so I, thought I would steer it in the Thanksgiving direction and say, I buy my Thanksgiving groceries at and then I was going to let you fill in the store. Oh, OK. Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. OK, that's so we're, just we buy the truth. Trader Joe's. The Slide Rock Trader Joe's. The Slide Rock Joe's. <laughs> I buy my Thanksgiving group. So let's see if he picks up or she or they. To be fair, Hobie's identity is quite fluid. Do uh, I have to... I do have to say really quick while we're asking this question and Poby's coming up with a response. I yeah. would like... Last week, when we talked to Poby, Poby said that they went to, like, a Catholic school growing up. And then yeah. I was, like, thinking about previous episodes. Because I, like, in my head, I was like, for sure I know that there has been something we've found out about Poby before that has made me go wait what and it's the fact that poby said that they like took care of a mermaid when they were a kid yeah so not only was poby going to a catholic woman's school in cincinnati but 
in Cincinnati, but she was also taking care of a cat and a mermaid from their dad at the same time. Came out of the Ohio River. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I just like I just feel like we need to like talk about that again. Anyway, what was their response? All right. It sounds like it was funny. Okay. Poby says, I've been told that Trader Joe's is a quote unquote neighborhood store with affordable options. But they are mostly in well-off neighborhoods. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Damn. Yeah. Just called Trader Joe's out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's fire. Yeah, Poby. I don't even know how to respond to that. Trader Joe's (laughs) is a bit of a gentrified kind of thing. You know, no. Let's put Trader Joe's fully on blast. I might not go back to work for them. Trader Joe's (laughs) is a gentrification kind of thing. What does Poby feel about gentrification? How do you feel about gent? Okay, (laughs) that's right. I'm gonna say. How do you feel? Yeah. Affirm those feelings. How do you feel about gentrification? (laughs) (laughs) what is this this was supposed to be the thanksgiving conversation we Uh, could bring it back to that he says i'm not sure about that i'm not sure i know about that have you seen any good movies lately poby doesn't know about gentry did i spell gentrification (laughs) (laughs) what a turn i don't know much about gentrification can we talk about movies if that ain't the la experience (laughs) <laughs> oh, I spelled gentrification right. Poby just doesn't know much about gentrification. Yes, <laughs> but Poby he will knows go that from Trader like, Joe's is a part of the scheme. P- Poby will go from sounding like a, like a full on like activist to like a government agent in like two sentences. <laughs> well, you know they did grow up like at NASA or whatever they said well at one time. I'm just going to ask them what they're doing. Taking care of a mermaid and going to a Catholic girl's school. I'm going to ask them what they're doing for Thanksgiving. Just straight up. Let's see what they have to That's say. That's a good... Yeah. Sometimes they don't take hand... Like, switching the subject so dramatically well, but... Okay. Uh, Poby says, my family's coming over and we are going to watch some movies. You. Are you nice. in the States? The States. Yes. Yes, we are in the States. We, I should say I, or else Poby's going to get confused. Yes, I am in the States. For now. For now. Wait, what? Yeah. Well, yeah. Am I going somewhere? (laughs) I'm not. I'm literally not. (laughs) What does that mean? Uh, I meant it more like, oh, what if we fell into like another dimension sort of thing, but yeah. Poby says, do they show Indian movies there, or do you have to go to a special theater for that? No, actually, my roommate and friend are really into uh, Indian matchmaking on Netflix, I think. There's, like, the Indian matchmaker yeah. uh, show on Netflix, and my friend is super into it. Apparently, it's pretty colorist. Um <laughs> Mm. as most but, things in india are sorry india yeah i don't like, like i'm not really gonna talk about that too much but yeah we, we can get into the caste system at a later date uh 
uh, Poby says, I've been <laughs> I do watching have to a lot say, of- Oh, yeah. There's a BuzzFeed. I looked it up just to make sure I was getting the the title of it correct because it's, yeah, Indian matchmaking and not on Netflix. And there's just a BuzzFeed article title here that I find so fun. And it just says, Netflix's Indian matchmaking is back and it's still so awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Wild. Uh, Poby said, I've been watching a lot of Bollywood movies lately, but my favorite is still Star Wars. Oh, so I guess Poby likes Star, Star Wars, Wars Bollywood, or Star Wars. I assume not they mean regular Star Wars, Star Wars George but, Lucas. But I would love a Bollywood Star Wars. That has to exist, right? Almost certainly. I'm a hundred percent sure a Bollywood Star Wars. Like it has to. If it doesn't, that's a huge mistake. Yeah. The BBC made a, there's, a thing about it. Yeah, there's like Bollywood versions. Oh, it's on of YouTube. Like popular things. Wait, no, this is a web YouTube. series. There's a web series of, of Bollywood. I'm not really sure what this is actually. I'm getting into some weird Bollywood Star Wars. Maybe this is just somebody edited a thing. Clips from, yeah, edited with tech from Star Wars? This took me way longer than I'd like to admit. Okay, no, no fuck this. This isn't. This isn't what Whatever. I wanted. Let's move on. The, the, Poby clearly doesn't want to talk about Thanksgiving. Uh, Lame. So that's fine. And Poby didn't want to go into their feelings about Trader Joe's more. I like that Poby brought up like the idea of Trader Joe's as kind of like a gentrified grocery store, but like didn't say shit about Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, a I, I thought for sure Poby would have some things to say about Thanksgiving, but they kind of wanted to talk about movies and grocery stores more. Kind of a kind of a store heavy episode, isn't it? Yeah. Does uh, that's true? Does our next segment contain any stores? <laughs> Unfortunately, not. Well, who knows? I mean, like maybe I'm sure we'll find a way back to it. I'm, yeah, like, I feel like we could just, like, come back to it anyway. Um, nope. This one's, uh... I'm trying to pull up. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I, I was just seeing if I could find the, the like, original source on this thing. Yeah. Also, Have we're you heard going of the Gumbaroo? The Gumbaroo? Hmm? No. Oh sir. yes, we're getting into we're getting into cryptid wash, a thing that I con- constantly forget to announce. Um, <laughs> this is this is if you've ever heard of a crypt a cryptid or thought about cryptids, you might like this. It's cryptids that you should watch out for. Um, yeah, up and coming, old and known. We go all over the map, all over the. Actually, I should maybe expand my reach we've been mostly north american ones so far we've but been a bit north american centric don't worry that's that's next year that's where we that's live next year not next, next year, year. that next time <laughs> next i'm next sorry 2023 <laughs> year of the non-north american cryptids year of the non-north american cryptids um but yeah this one's called the gumbaroo it comes from i found it last time because we were looking at the squonk Yes, um, if you're if you're into the squonk, check out last week's episode. 
Yeah, which is Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's ugly crying one. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now we're talking about the Gumbaroo, which comes from the same book, which is called. Uh, where is the name of the book? From Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods, made in 1910 by William T. Cox. I do have to say, um, this book has been described as partially fictionalized. So I'll leave it up what? to you whether you not... What? Shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it up to you whether or not you think that this one's uh, a, real, a real one. Um, mm-hmm. But this is the Gumbaroo. I would like pictures of it, please. Yeah, we no. got any pho- like a... photographies? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look up some pictures from you. What do you picture when you hear Gumbaroo? I imagine like a really gummy kangaroo. Like a Gumbaroo, like a like a kangaroo like made of chewing gum. That's maybe better. Try on um just kind of a large bear. <laughs> your next one (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) that's like a really big bear kind of it's like a very rotund have you ever seen those like meme pictures of those really like (laughs) like edited bears that they're like edited to just be like way rounder than a bear should be this is a very spherical bear also this that's kind of what i think of when i hear bung yeah, got, it's like, got kind of like a hippo teeth. look to it almost. I'm not really sure what's going on with this one. And like a weird neck beard. What is this? <laughs> I you think that I one's weird? I wouldn't trust this, this one... gumbaroo with my children. <laughs> this one's worse. I'm I have no idea what's going on with this one. <laughs> what is that? Right? It looks like it doesn't have a face. It's just a circle. No, it's a it has a face. It's got a little. It's got kind of like a, a weird beard and like a koala head, with oh, a bunch yeah. of arms and legs sticking out of it. And it looks like a bomb? Question <laughs> mark for a body. Like a it looks like <laughs> yeah, and it even has a little like tail end, like a bomb, and a little insignia on it. So I'm not really sure what that's about. To be <laughs> fair, it is quite cryptic, and it terrifies me. And so here's what a, is this? If thing? you think that one's terrifying, here's another one. I have no idea where this depiction comes from, but it's like this mangled-looking amalgam of arms and legs and gross blobby tissue that seems to be like forcing its way out of two trees. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's certainly that emphasis on the gum. Terrifying. Part. It's very gummy looking. Um, this is another really weird. This looks like a child's drawing that somebody made. Um, that I appreciate in a lot of ways because it looks horribly scanned. Like the the JPEG is pretty crunchy. Yeah, um, it's got a lot of legs really coming small out of file. it. So what what is this thing? What is the story behind this? Why does it have legs and stuff sticking out of it consistently? And then this and is just a picture of a bear with mange, but it is listed on the cryptid wiki. So That is a know, bear with like mange, a... if I've ever seen one. Yeah. I'm going to read the original uh, entry for this in the book that it came from really quick. The Gumbaroo listed its scientific name as... 
Megalogaster repercussus. Mm-hmm. Repercussus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Megalogaster repercussus. Nice. In the foggy region along the Pacific coast from Gray's Harbor to Humboldt Bay, there ranges a kind of creature that has caused much annoyance in the lumber woods. This is the gumbaroo, which luckily is so rare that only once in great while is one in in a great while is one seen. Is, is it causes rem- annoyance? Yeah, I don't <laughs> it's know. It's not dangerous. It's just kind of annoying. Well, but that's what you know. That's how they wrote in 1910. They'd be like, "Well, it hasn't like destroyed a town. It's just like an annoyance <laughs> that like kills people sometimes." You know. <laughs> Not dang, Jeff got got by the gumbaroo. That's annoying. Yeah, he's gonna take a shift. Exactly, he's gonna take his sh- a thirty-hour shift at the factory tomorrow. <laughs> it is believed to remain in hiding most of the time in the base of an enormous burned-out cedar trees, from where it sallies forth occasionally on frightful marauding expeditions. Which wow. sounds like me leaving my room every once in a while. Um, <laughs> it's me whenever I leave my whenever I leave my house past like like eight o'clock. Yeah, sallying forth occasionally on frightful marauding expeditions. <laughs> like the rare occasion I get invited out, that's that's what it's like. <laughs> me going to the bar on a Friday night. <laughs> um. During these periods of activity, the beast is always hungry and devours anything it can find that looks like food. This wow, is me when I leave my room. really is me. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A whole horse may be eaten at one sitting, distending the gumbaroo out of all proportions, but failing to appease its hunger or cause, it, or cause its slightest discomfort. The oh, specimens so seen are... Re- a lot. <laughs> just yeah, it's just lot. like an extremely rotund bear. Like, I think it's, it's like a gummy thing. Like, I think it extends a little bit. Oh. Like, have you ever seen, like, inflation? Like, like the the fetish? Yes. (laughs) That's this thing. (laughs) That's the gumbaroo. Um, Unfortunately, it seems. The specimens seen are reported to have been coal black, but... That may have been due to their being smirched with the charred wood. In size, the beast corresponds closely to a black bear, from which it might be mistaken only for the fact that the gumbaroo is almost hairless. To be sure, it has prominent brows and some long, bristly hairs on its chin, but the body is smooth, smooth, tough, and shiny, and bears not even a wrinkle. The animal is a tireless travel traveler when looking for food but is not swift in its movements or annoyed in the slightest degree by the presence of enemies the later characteristics boy it's a smooth round guy (laughs) (laughs) it's like alex jones uh (laughs) (laughs) the latter characteristic is easily accounted for by the fact that no other animal within its range has ever been found is a successful method of attacking a gumbaroo or a vulnerable spot in one's anatomy. Whatever strikes the beast, ooh, whatever strikes the beast, bounds off with the same force. So it's like um, it's, oh, like, it's a like a balloon. bouncy thing. Its elastic hide hurls back with equal ease the charging elk 
or Ra- <laughs> Rathy Hornet. It's literally like, uh, <laughs> what's his name from One Piece? It is kind of like the guy from One Piece. A rock or hmm, Pavy? 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 Hmm. Thrown at the creature, bounds back out whoever threw it, and a bullet shot against its hide is sure to strike the hunter between the eyes. Great aim with the fucking sides. It is a little embarrassing. Imagine shooting a really fat bear and it just like gets you back between the eyes. (laughs) This bear's like midsection is a better shot than you. (laughs) It is believed that the scarcity of gumbrews is due to... (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Sorry. It is believed that the scarcity of the gumbrews is due to their combustible character and at the prevalence of forest fires. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is i'm guessing implying that like forest fires are is the premier cause of these things just like blowing up just detonate so interesting that's a fascinating thing to know yeah nice week um frequently during and after a forest fire in the heavy cedar near Coosa bay woodmen have an insisted that they hear loud reports unlike the sound of falling trees and detect the smell of burning rubber in the air. Huh. You just, you just wake up in the morning, you hear one of these guys blow up. I go, oh, <laughs> there goes another one. <laughs> Maybe that's what a- avalanche blasts are. I'm starting to to rethink. I'm oh, yeah, Also, the, the fact that it looks like a bomb in that one picture is now starting to make sense. Like, it is perhaps yeah. actually just... They're like uh, nature's creepers. They're nature's creepers. <laughs> I also really like this picture of one because it looks a little more werewolfy in this picture. Hold on, it's just like a interesting artistic depiction of like a kind of a weird looking sort of running around on its wolf. It's not very round though, and it's also got fur. No, so it is supposed to be. I don't know. It's it's. This is interesting. Okay, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. The Gumbaru was also said to have been hungry and devoured anything you can find that looked like food. A whole horse maybe eaten in one sitting. It's not, unfortunately. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. It's not swift and its movements are annoyed in the slightest degree by the presence of enemies, a gentle giant. But then the following sentence on the cryptid wiki says, In the 2015 horror spire... In- horror inspired by fearsome beasts the gumbery who has 13 limbs 10 arms and three legs its diet is omnivorous physically and literally <laughs> whatever that means Wait, what is that <laughs> i have no idea what that sentence is supposed to mean it's like the shark of the land will just eat anything the bear is not in bold and caps a gentle giant after being burned if a human inhales the particulates of the beast the organs will get coated with rubber which is easily misdiagnosed as tuberculosis its natural enemy was said to be the timber doodle which i guess we'll have to get down get into that sometime later yeah the timber which doodle. clamps down its teeth and will not let go until thunder is heard in the se- what <laughs> is the second weakness of the gumbaru and the only animal that bears fear i love how they, because of like... this the gumbaru is a coward and then it's ru- when it's rubbery skin is bitten 
and that lists another different scientific name for it. Okay, so they said that it's like not a gentle giant. I thought that meant it would like attack you, but it really is just it's more so because like it'll poison you if you it'll breathe it in blow up on you. Up. Okay. So yeah. I love, I love how they'll come up with so many things. Like, you'd think it's tuberculosis. You'd think. But not nah, Too bad. Gumbaroo just... particulates in your organs, actually. <laughs> yeah, you're just too close to an exploded gumbaroo. Sorry. I hate to inform you, but this is not particulates. This is gumbaroo. Like, what? <laughs> oh, this is not tuberculosis. This is gumbaroo in you. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah, this one's an interesting one. I I don't know where the 13 arms thing comes from. I'm guessing it's because when there's people inside of it and they're like kicking their arms out, it's like you can, it looks like there's mm. more arms. Yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. inflation thing. Um <laughs> cuz whenever you look up pictures of that, there's always like an arm sticking and it's weird. Um not the king's name or whatever, but <laughs> yeah, Gumbaroo, inflation icon. Gumbaroo. Inflation, I, I, ambassador of the inflation community. Yeah, I, it's an interesting one. Balloon boy, rotund bear, easily Blows combustible, up. not great for its survivorship, apparently. Are you sure it's not just a living cartoon? Yeah, come on. <laughs> it's, you didn't see the picture of it with its weird hippo face and beard? Yeah. I do have what? to say, the theory that it might be a bear with mange is interesting. Because that does kind I'm of explain sure the look of it in some ways. But also, sure bears with mange are pretty darn wrinkly. They are wrinkly. And not Although very... I wonder, like, if they like are like a bit close like... to like, hibernation and they've eaten a lot. Oh, maybe a little less wrinkly. That's true. They would look like that. Anyway, I think that we should, like, just out of fun, call any bear with mange a gung gumbaroo anyway. Deal. I'll do that. Uh, on that note, that's all the time we have for today. If you like the show, thank you very much for coming. Uh, if you liked it, tell uh, gumbaroo that you know. Um <laughs> Tell any gumbaroo in your community. Yeah. Uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we are thankful for Carthage, who provides the music at the beginning and end of the show. Yeah, you can find him at, like, Cyarthage online, Carthage, um, or the 28th Waffle on Instagram. Yeah. And, uh... If all's done and done, uh, keep your head up and watch out for that bolter. And or any explosions in the woods that sound suspiciously like a gun. Bye. Bye.